uh, you know, I could, I could still ball. I know people talk out. about, yeah, I could back up a little bit. Welcome everyone. It's a new show that I'm doing called Outside the Grind. And it's just a conversation. We're going to be talking with different people. And the whole premise of the show is to not talk about your career. Just talk about the person, their interests, passions, some of the history uh, of who they are, etc. And our first guest is none other than the legendary Rizzo. Rizzo, thank you for joining me, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Nice to be here as always. Oh, come on. Can stop with the crowd. Ah, yeah, silence. Oh. Stop. Ah, come on, come on. <laughs> No, I mean, it's good to be here, as always. I love talking to you, Hootie. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. So uh, before we get too deep into the Dylan lore. Oh, jeez. My real name. Okay. Watch out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, docs. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about this past week. So it was a major. Obviously, uh, you're a big piece of the RL Esports ecosystem. Um, did you and Athena have fun? Yes. Yes, we had tons of fun. I actually was thinking that... San Diego is like one of, I would say probably one of my favorite lands. Okay. I have kind of been saying that every land, but <laughs> Rotterdam, Rotterdam didn't hit as good. Rotterdam right. didn't hit, but like all the previous ones are really good in every single time. Uh, the next one would come up, I'd always be like, yeah, this is my favorite. This one's my favorite. Right. Rotterdam didn't hit the same, but San Diego was top notch. What do you think, um, what do you think makes some of those your favorites? Like, is it when it's like within walking distance? Is it where you're staying? The people that are there? What do you think it is uh i think yeah having stuff to do yeah. <laughs> like after the event right. oh geez almost fell uh makes it a lot better so like this this whole uh event had basically the hotel that uh uh we were staying at was like right next to the venues literally like yeah. a what three minute walk if, mm -hmm. if that it was super nice it was like on on a pier and you could just take a you could take the scenic route or you could take the quicker one but we always took the scenic route all that stuff and then there was so much to do we were by um I, I keep wanting to say gaslight, but it's gas lamp. We were by the gas lamp district. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many restaurants and places to go. And then little Italy as well, which was a little bit of a drive. San Diego has amazing food. Like mm -hmm. all of also all of uh Sionic, since their like headquarters is uh is there, was like at the event. Right. And so I got to see a bunch of people who I had not seen in like five years. Mm -hmm. Um so that was really cool as well. But yeah, I mean, they, to actually answer your question um it's definitely about like where you are and like being yeah. able to do stuff after the event yeah i think you're right i think a big thing for me is uh and obviously it's different for every person but i don't want to spend too much money on these obviously these are big trips and they get expensive and then ubers god dude ubers add oh, up so fast brother. and it's such yes. a nightmare trying to plan them and then if you have a group bigger than like three people it's just miserable so i think for me it's definitely like walkability and gas lamp being right there and like you said there were so many bars and restaurants is there anything that stood out because me and seabell had a sandwich that we it was life-changing like we i, I was almost in tears it was <laughs> Wait, a magical moment to, okay you have to tell me the place there's no way you don't remember the place if it was that no i magical. do I, of course i do it was called the field it was an irish pub we had a oh, corned beef sandwich and it Ooh. had this dude it had this dijon mustard that i mean we i'm not even kidding we were throwing out all kinds of descriptive words like it had multiple personalities uh -huh. it had layers to it like it was just <laughs> It was I, that mustard. The, that mustard will make your toes curl. Is that what you're dude, telling me? Yes, <laughs> yes, dude. I'm not even kidding. It was life changing. It was. If you go to his Twitter, he has a tweet about the sandwich. Like it was a big deal. Oh, you said you said a seabell. Yeah, seabell. <laughs> okay, I gotta see. Um, but man, it was like it was something that we were giggling about for so long uh, because it was just 
it seems like we're being dramatic because it's just food, but I don't know. It was something special about that sauce. You know, it had some nah. bite to it. It was, oh, it kind of, like, Dijon mustard, you know, like, it can kind of get into, the, like, the nasal cavity. It was just yep. doing, a, it was doing the most, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, it kind of made me consider maybe doing, like, food critic stuff, because it was just, it was Oh, an experience. That dude, okay. Oh, my God. Food critic stuff. That's so funny that you mentioned that. Okay, first off, I was just going to say, I'm really glad you had a fantastic sandwich <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> at this event. Because I thought you were going to say Crack Shack or the Friendly. Crack Shack is chicken sandwiches. The Friendly is burgers. Okay. Those, oh, man. Now, we're talking about toes curling. This, this, these sandwiches make your whole body curl, Hootie. I'm telling <laughs> Convulsing. Uh, yes, exactly. It's so good. Also, I see Seabell's tweet about, he said, still thinking about that sandwich. <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah, it was so funny. Everybody, because uh, there was one other person named John there. And he got the sandwich as well. So all three of us are having like this really intimate moment describing the sandwich and, you know, going on and on and on about it. And everyone else is just looking at us like, y'all are freaking weird, dude. Like just eat your food. <laughs> and we were just having this big moment. It was a good time. Did you have any, uh, did you have any big moments with the food? Uh, San Diego has incredible food. I, I think like Sis, Sis always, uh, if you watch his streams or videos, every single video stream, whatever, he's always talking about food. So he always <laughs> tells me San Diego is such good food. And yeah. I mean, he gave me some recommendations. We went to this place that other people from San Diego recommended as well called Crack Shack. Okay. And that was the one I just mentioned as well. Yeah. And it was like this chicken sandwich place. Um, but man uh, it was really good it was, good. It was, it was incredible it was a great yeah. chicken sammy the, the um the food was definitely good i mean we obviously didn't have a ton of time but i also tried a place called tacos el gordo and it was a recommendation of one yes. of the psionics employees ted and um mm -hmm. i think some other people were talking about on twitter as well and, and those tacos were freaking phenomenal so definitely good food in there and um i think you, you you pretty much nailed it as far as like summarizing some of those things that make a land like better or worse um you know, it's really about, it's like when it's, when everything's close like that and it's walkable, it just feels like the community's just, you know, packed in real tight. You can see people out on the street. So yeah. it's better than being secluded, like, you know, in different hotels or Airbnbs and having to drive. So yeah, right, when well, everything's, uh, when everything's super close like that, you kind of just get a, uh, I mean, it's so easy to just be like, Hey, come here. Yeah. And then exactly, people yeah. will just, just walk go, over. go to the yeah. bar. Yeah. They just walk right over to the bar, restaurant, whatever, because everything's yeah. so, so close, which is, I think, is why also, um, why like EU lands are really good because right. just in general, right. EU doesn't have cars basically. So yeah. they just walk everywhere. So that makes it really easy. Yeah. Um, well, we do have EU World Championship. I'm sure you'll be there. I'm certainly going to try to go. I've never actually, I've never even been to Europe. So um, I really want to go. I want to go a couple days early or maybe like stay a little bit longer and maybe try to travel a little bit but we'll see if it's in the cards um mm -hmm. well with that let's rewind a little bit let's travel back to the childhood um oh <laughs> so we're going started when i was six <laughs> <laughs> we're going way back um so with uh with growing up what were some of the things that you like to do were you involved in sports in school maybe band um you you were a gamer growing up, right? I was a gamer. I yeah. was a gamer. I've been a gamer all my life. The whole Actually, time. I would, I would say I probably, well, that's not true. I was going to say I probably play games less now than I did when I was younger. Yeah. Which I think is true. I definitely played more Modern Warfare 2. Okay. In middle school than yeah. I play Rocket League now. I feel like I right. put in like 
70 hour work weeks on one of her two <laughs> back then and i'm not i'm not even doing that now were, with rocket league were you those were you one of those kids that's like when summer hit it was like the glory days like staying up all night cod yep. halo everything yep. like that just absolutely ruining my <laughs> life for the summer basically <laughs> probably some really awesome memories though i'm sure uh it's, it feels like anytime someone talks about that it's just like just magical moments to them like it's just a, nostalgia man yeah. it, like i had this group every single day and it, it only lasted for modern warfare 2 yeah uh so it's like when i was in middle school i was in seventh grade and I had a a bunch of my friends were in like eighth grade and so um we would just play modern warfare 2 non-stop uh just because we would never like i, I didn't have the same classes as them right because they yeah. were all like a grade above me and so like Every single day, I would just get so excited and like people would just hop on and like every day would be like a party of five or six. I can't even remember if it was 66, I think yeah. it was, but um, but yeah, and then like you know, you see those memes where it's like one day mm. your uh, your squad's gonna log on for the last time or yeah. something like that, but it's so real, like it, it, it hurts, it hurts to hear, it hurts to see. It's just like, man, you know, if I go on PlayStation or PSN and look up my profile, I'm gonna see last logged in, like. Mm -hmm. Seven thousand days or some something like that, you know, with my old old squad. Yeah, it is crazy. I'll tell you a, a quick funny story about that. It's not the exact same thing, but I had a friend that I was really close with. He used to skateboard, and we had like um, kind of like matching shoes. He bought red Converse, I bought green, and we were just like best buddies. Oof. And um, he his dad got a uh, a new job in a different state, so he moved away when I was in sixth grade. And obviously, when that happens, you just drift apart. You got your own lives. We're young, you know. It, it, the world was not as connected at that time. Yes, I'm a dinosaur. We didn't have social media <laughs> to the same degree that we have it. We didn't have things like Discord. And um, neither of us were really big into games, so it's not like we were hopping on Xbox to play. So um, he goes his own way. I go my own way. And, we, of course, we stay in touch every now and then. We saw each other probably once every five to six years uh, and, and, and so on. And so, anyways, about probably about a year ago, um, his last name was Jones. And this guy pops into my Twitch chat, and his name is Game of Jones Twenty Two. No way! And he, um, he, I can't remember what his first message was, but he was like, "I'm sorry if this is weird. It, are you are you Caleb?" <laughs> <laughs> I say, like, "Yeah, like what?" And then he's just freaking all caps. Yo, it's Taylor. What's going on, bro? How are you? And so we like reconnected through Rocket League. He he said that he saw me popping up on his TikTok feed because he's like trying to improve. And so he was seeing some of those like- old... Wait, what? He plays Rocket League yeah. too, like all games? Yeah, he plays Rocket League. And so he saw me with some coaching content and then he saw on the TikTok, he was like, that looks a lot like my old buddy. And so he ended up coming to the stream and it was just Wait, like this- Wait, no, no way you look like the same as you did when you were in fifth grade. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could you could probably see some differences or, uh, or I mean, some similarities, the but- the, Was the mustache there in The mustache grade? wasn't there yet. No, oh, it wasn't there. God. I don't know how he figured it out. <laughs> but I thought that was such a magical thing. He just pops in and, you know, like I said, we were best buddies. So it, it's kind of like what you were talking about, but um, we actually got to reunite after- not really logging off, but just, I don't know. Maybe Dude, think that's about awesome. That. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so you you say you played Modern Warfare two. Are there any other games that you think are like pretty big, uh, pretty big part of your childhood? So I remember way big. Wait, no, my, my dad, <laughs> my my dad had an SNES. Um, that hold on, which, that is way back. It is. It's not my generation, but we just happened to have yeah. one. 
right? And so I would play, and like one of the first games I played was Super Mario World. Mm. And I just remember just running that game yeah. like nonstop, just constantly playing it. And then I kind of didn't play video games like uh I did I did like on and off, but I I, I never had like a game. I was never like I guess addicted to a game, right? Yeah. And so uh basically like fifth grade I played like RuneScape for a year, just got bored of it, and yeah. then I didn't play video games again for a while. And then seventh grade was when I actually went to uh like a like a community center uh where I would play basketball a bunch and they had this thing called a teen okay. room. And in the teen room, you know, if you were 13, you could get in there. And I, I finally turned 13. I'm like, yo, what's I'm like, what's up, players? Like, we out here. We out here. And we had like te- they were called like teen greens. It was like little cash that you could do to buy get to buy snacks and all this stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I end up I make it into the club, right? The ID <laughs> check me. They're like, yep, you're 13. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so anyway, they play they play Call of Duty Four in there. Yeah, and this is like Call of Duty Four is already like a, a year old. Like uh, World at War is already out, and so I play COD Four. I go in the team room every day after playing basketball. And I just grind COD Four. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy the game. I have a PlayStation at home. Get COD Four, grind the shit out of uh, Call of Duty Four. Yeah, we just I'm just playing it nonstop, and then eventually I just start whooping on everybody in the team room, <laughs> and they're like, "Bro, this guy's sweating. What is he doing?" Because I was just playing so much, and yeah. then eventually modern warfare 2 comes out and i just start grinding that so yeah. it was like uh you know runescape in fifth grade seventh grade was uh well probably like sixth seventh grade until uh cod 4 and then modern warfare 2 and i kind of just stopped for a bit but i played minecraft for the longest mm-hmm. time and so like basically middle school until i graduated high school i was playing minecraft yeah and that's when i was making a, a like youtube videos about it and stuff as well but um those were basically my biggest like game addictions. Yeah. Uh, like my like longest period of time where I actually played those games was uh was those four, and then obviously Rocket League as well. And how old were you when you picked that up? Rocket League. Yeah. I was eighteen. I had graduated high school. Yeah. Just uh, my friend was just like, "Yo, you should play." I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." I used my last twenty bucks in PayPal, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, fine, you got yeah. me. I'll, I'll buy it." And then I just played for like fourteen hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> instantly addicted i just there it didn't is. hop off it, yep. it, it is i don't want to talk, talk about it too much but it is obviously just yep. such a great game I, I don't have a ton of experience with other games i played some pokemon as i'm sure all 90s kids did um on the game boy i never um, played pokemon did you not no I, I i borrowed my friend's pokemon um cartridge for yeah. what was it game boy advance yeah not the original Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance. I had the cool little flip one, you know. <laughs> oh, you had the SP with the light? Is that what it was? S- no, 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 no. The um, the game the Game Boy was just like a flat one that didn't flip, and then the Game Boy Advance was the one that flipped, like a like a square. Bro, that's the SP. Is it? Yes. You you uh, got that's that's the first generation of Game Boys that had like a backlit screen. Oh, well, I played. I had I had that one, but I played like random stuff on. I barely yeah. used it. And then my friend was like, well, you never play Pokemon here. Borrow my games. And he gave yeah. me, like, uh, Red, I think. Pokemon Red. And then I, I played it for, like, 20 minutes. And I was like, eh. I was like, bored. No, I was like, I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to play God. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, I definitely understand. I think there's different, you know, different games attract different people. I think that's, that's what got me about Rocket League. It's just a sport. And I was, I'm, I'm, I'm so into sports. You know, I went to college hmm. to be a, a coach. And I wanted to coach at the high school level and, and maybe eventually make it up to collegiate or, or professional um if things went my way but yeah i love sports i love competing and i think rocket league is like the perfect translation of sport into the digital realm you know it's like yeah it's just 
you have a body, like we all, all humans have bodies and we have a, a car and it's just like, like how much practice can you put into that, that thing and make it perform as like as well as possible? You know, in baseball, there's no different kits, right? It's not like you have these different yeah. heroes or anything like that. And so it just reminds me a lot of sports, but um, yeah, Rocket League special game and uh, tons, an unbelievable amount of time poured in. <laughs> Yeah. I, so, <laughs> unfortunately for a lot of people. So. Right. <laughs> um, so outside of games, is there anything else that was like a big part of childhood? I know you said you played some ball in the gym. Did you ever play any organized sports? Uh, I just played like in a little league for baseball when I was young. Okay. And I, I kind of just like followed my brother. So like yeah. they were, they were playing baseball and I was like, okay, I'll play baseball too. And it was probably because, you know, it was like convenient for my parents and stuff right. like that, you know, just drive us all to the field at the same time sort of thing uh, but you know when they started playing basketball i was like well i don't like baseball anymore i'm gonna start playing <laughs> basketball <laughs> and so that's when i started playing basketball which was probably like uh probably like sixth grade for me yeah. uh up until like eighth grade and i played i played throughout high school as well like i would just like i never actually tried out for my high school team yeah i probably thought i was too short or something but yeah. i did play a lot with the kids who made the team i would just go play like in a in a gym like i would just be like yo or well you know a, a, anybody would just invite just be like yo you guys want to go play here and i'd be like yep yeah. i would just show up a bunch and then yeah probably like uh probably like junior or senior year i just stopped playing um probably completely then yeah but you know i could i could still ball i know people talk about yeah i could back up a little bit i know people talk about uh i don't bring up rock league again but at events they they want to do like a uh, basketball thing yes i wonder if i say like you know oh, i could ball a little bit i know i know i'm better than average i know i'm better than yeah. the typical rocket league player that's for sure like i saw scrub killer <laughs> shoot a ball that shit was embarrassing <laughs> so, so scrub I know catching strays, bro. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it was the whole dignitas roster i'm gonna be honest it wasn't just him so. yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah so i'm good i'm good there but you know com by comparing to like the rest of the players who actually play, I don't know where I stand because I know like Beast Mode plays, Arsenal. I think Daniel plays as well. Yeah. Um, so Dude, I don't know what I, I would do with that. I would absolutely love literally any physical competition to be done at events because that is what I feel like most confident in because that's what yeah. I did. I played football, basketball, baseball. I ran some track when I was in junior high. Um, <laughs> I was like, I love sports and, and I, I – I I, tr I say this with humility, but I'm just very confident in my physical ability. I, I put a lot of time and effort into it growing up, and it's it's something that I'm small, so I'm not like I was I was never going to have a future in it. I just don't have mm -hmm. the body for it. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, you know you, you you say that you feel pretty confident about being better than like the average rocket league play player. I, I can definitely echo that sentiment and, and yeah also share that confidence so it's um, just I, I mean after the dignitas video how could you not right yeah true <laughs> <laughs> maybe hey you know what maybe but but in football they would probably still own us i don't know 100 percent. i'm not 100 footballer i'm not either i played soccer but i was just fast i had like no footwork it's funny because so my football receivers coach was a soccer coach mm -hmm. and he would a lot of times recruit seniors to come play that were just like athletic and then he would throw them in spots and see if it worked. And I was, uh, he put me at striker. So there's two of us up, front, uh, up, up top. And dude, I'm telling you, I probably had through half the season, probably a hundred opportunities. And I'm talking about some of them are freaking inside like the six yard box. <laughs> and I cannot score. I am terrible 
at kicking the ball. But no. uh, we eventually figured out, like, okay, well, here's what we can do. We can put you on defense, and you can get beat once and then catch up with the guy and then get beat again and catch up. So I could play, like, um, I could play good defense in the sense that, like, I would slow them down. They're going to get around me because I'm going to, you know, like, jab at something stupid because yeah. I don't have the knowledge of, of soccer football. Um, but I could always recover and get back. So, um, you know, a little funny story there. I'm, I'm trash at soccer, but it was super fun. I had a lot of fun. That was probably yeah. one, probably one of the most fun, like, team environment sports that I had because – and I think it was because I knew I was not good. You know, I wasn't taking it serious. It was just fun. Yeah. And, um, I, had a, I had a really good time with those guys. It was also something new because I didn't play my whole life um, soccer. Like, baseball, all the time. I played basketball every single year. Football, same thing. Um, but not, not soccer. It, they just overlap. It overlaps with baseball, so I didn't have time. Um, okay, well, let me ask this, and I, I, I'm sure this will maybe feel awkward, um, but I think it's interesting, and I, I don't mind to share some of mine as well if, uh, if that will help. But do you have any just proud moments or accomplishments? Do you know some things that like stick out to you as you uh, got to where you are now in life that maybe – you know, or, or or maybe even just a shortcoming. Um, I, I I like I said, I can I can tell you some of mine. Uh, there's a couple of, of moments that are are really. Uh, I just take a lot of pride in them, and I look back and I I think about them very fondly. Is there anything like that that stands out to you as you got to where you are? Yeah. Did you? Because uh, you know it wasn't supposed to be like Rocket League stuff. So is that like that's fine? fine? Yeah, absolutely. Sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just want to be sure. Okay, so yeah, I mean, there's there's one specific moment where I remember qualifying for season two Worlds. Yeah. And I remember, like, running out of my room. Because <laughs> <laughs> my parents had no idea what I was doing. I was just in there gaming, you know, locking the oh, door and gaming. Okay. I'd be like, yo, I was like, yo, don't mess with the internet. I got yeah. a tournament. That's basically all I would say. Yeah. You know, don't, don't mess with the gaming. <laughs> um and so I qualified for season two where they basically had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And I was like, I freaked out with uh, Insol and Zane and Chad in the call. Oh my God, oh my God. And I get up and I like run outside because I was like, I have to tell somebody, I have to tell somebody. Yeah. And I run in my room and my mom is the only one home. And I was like, I'm going to Amsterdam. And she was just like, what? Yeah! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and she was just super hyped. And then I like kind of explained it a bit. She like, yeah. she like half understood it, but she's like, okay, like it's real. You know, it's like, you're not getting scammed. I was like, no, no, it's real. I can show you everything, all that yeah. stuff. But then also, um, like after that, uh, my dad came home from work and I'm like 18, uh, probably maybe 19 at the time, 18, 19 at the time. My dad come home, my dad comes home from work and my mom's like, tell him about what happened today. Tell him what happened. And I told him, he's like, what? Like the same exact thing, like confusion, like he's happy for me. And then it was just this moment of like, um, of that, like you could tell, like they were super proud yeah. of me because they had, well, first off, they had no clue what was going on. But when I actually showed him or showed mm -hmm. them what, what like I was doing, uh in my room they were just like oh my god like yeah you're actually like really like good at this like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so they were like super happy super proud for me and so that was that's like a moment that definitely sticks out yeah that is incredible you could see that light bulb click right like the demeanor change and and yeah i um i feel i feel like i have a similar experience it's obviously not the exact same thing it's not like a moment like that but my parents were very hesitant whenever I left my job to pursue this. And, and I understand that completely. You know, you care for your kid and you don't want them to be in a tough position. Um, and obviously the first year was, was difficult, but I knew it would be. I think anytime you're starting a new business or a new venture, it's not going to be easy right out of the gate. Um, but yeah, the second year when things started going a little bit better and, and I was able to, you know, 
live on my own and, and take care of everything and save some money and stuff like that. Well, it's kind of the same thing where they started to understand it and become proud of, of the thing that they were really, I mean, scared of in all, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. So um, that's pretty awesome. Anything, uh, anything from when you were young, any, any type of like, uh, you know, school accomplishment or any, 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 any gaming things? Did you do any like tournaments and stuff before Rocket League? Were you competing with like Warzone or anything? No, I was a loser, bro. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> no, I honestly, my whole like school, uh, career, I don't know how yeah. you'd say that. I mean, that tells enough, honestly. Um, but my whole, uh, yeah, ba I mean, basically, I just, I gamed all yeah. throughout middle school, like I told you. Yeah. Um, in high school, I just did like, uh, like fresh, I mean, freshman year was fine. Yeah. Sophomore year, I think I like, got like a one bad grade, but I didn't fail a class or whatever. But yeah. then like junior year, I was like really bad. Um, and it wasn't even that like, I was playing games so much. It was just that like, I just didn't try. And at the same time, I was just like very down on myself yeah. a lot. Um, I could never pinpoint a reason why, but I ended up uh, like why I was down on myself. But I ended up um, starting to do homeschooling like the second semester. Like it was that bad oh, where like man. I just didn't want to get up and go to school and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I started homeschooling uh, the second semester of junior year. And this is like beginning of junior year, I failed like one or two classes and then homeschooling i think i failed one so like it got better but uh yeah. at the same time it was like it was actually easier doing homeschool but um at that point um you know because i basically spent like five six months just at home i i, I still talked to people i still hung out with people that were um at my school and stuff but uh senior year i was actually like incredibly excited to go back to school because oh. I, I didn't mind homeschooling i yeah. actually found it much easier to just like I, I honestly dude it, it's so weird uh i could go on a whole tangent about like home homeschooling with that because yeah. i found it so incredibly easy to just like research a topic myself and like have the information right out in front of you and just read it compared to a, like a teacher explaining it some things were easier with a teacher or whatever and you yeah. still had a teacher with homeschooling regardless um i was super excited to go back uh senior year and i did and I was like, I was so happy. Like every morning I was, I was so hyped to go to school, which is like the weirdest thing for me yeah. to say, because like, I did not like school. Um, but you know, the reason I say like, I was a loser or whatever is because you know, my, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't like school, uh, yeah. at all. And like my junior year was pretty bad in general. And so like senior year, I was super happy. I was super happy to be back. Uh, got good grades, passed all my stuff, graduated. And then. Then I found Rocket League, actually. You would assume that, uh, you know, dropping out junior year or whatever, I probably was already playing Rocket League or something. Right. But no, that was two years before it even came out. Well, I'm glad there was a bounce back there. It is, it is weird how sometimes in life, like, you just have those funks. You just have those things. And like you said, you couldn't even really pinpoint it. Um, and then sometimes, you know, you, like you just struggle for a while. And I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely can relate to that. There, there's been times where... Like, there's not really a catalyst for me to feel better, but it mm -hmm. just kind of starts happening. You just feel better. And then, like, you know, like you're describing where the very thing that you were not excited to do, you then became excited to do, you know? Like, yeah. you were unhappy at school and didn't enjoy it, and then the next thing you know, like, you're missing it and you want to go back. So, it is, it is weird. That's actually, I love, like, I don't know, this is so cheesy, but, like, life lessons and, like, finding them in the weirdest things. Yeah. Um, and there's... 
there's like a specific thing where that exact thing happened. Like I was just devastated about something that happened. I was so upset and I was beating myself up, very down on myself, similar to what you were describing. And then, dude, not even six months later, I was literally grateful that the, that, that thing happened. You know, it's so right. weird how you just have that total 180. Um, but that taught me that, you know, in the future when I have these bad moments or I have these things that really get me down to, you know, like it's, it's okay to be sad, but don't dwell on it and, and don't beat yourself up too much because it may, it, it, I mean, who knows? In, in a few months, you may like, you may be glad that it happened that way or you mm -hmm. may have a new opportunity because of that thing or, or whatever. So I think that was a pretty valuable lesson for me to learn that, um, you know, sometimes the bad things can end up, um, you know, turning into good. Can I, can I switch up to, uh, to Rocket League real quick? Yeah, again? absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You actually say how like, you know, that thing happens and you're devastated and then, yeah. you know, a good thing comes in return afterwards. Um, there's actually, there's like a phrase for this or like a name for what this is, but yeah. I cannot remember. It's not like karma, but kind of the opposite of karma, I guess. Um, anyway, so basically like a couple months ago, uh, when we were doing regain, uh, we actually had like a sponsor that we were talking to and we were getting like, uh, uh, we're, we're getting pretty close to like locking it in and stuff. And it was like, a, it was like a big deal, right? This right. is like a solo effort to try to get the sponsor, uh, between like me and James. And so we basically were about to lock it in or whatever. And they just kind of dip at the last oh. moment. And like, it, it's happened to me many times, not with sponsors, but just like random stuff where it's just like, you know, a lot of people would be devastated in that situation but like at the same time it's like i feel like it just happened to me so much yeah. to where it's just like you can never just get your hopes up like if it's not like signed or yeah. whatever if it's yeah. not completed like it's not it's not gonna happen right that's like my mindset so like i can't get too excited about something and then be like completely let down right. because i don't have the expectation that it's going to happen yeah. and so um you know, when that whole thing fell through, I was like, okay, well, whatever, let's just keep looking. Like, let's just move on and, and keep, keep grinding, keep continuing. You know, you said you don't want to say grind, but yeah. Um, yeah. Keep going on, keep continuing. And then eventually like, I mean, it led to something even bigger and better with yeah. uh, Ally and like the thing that James Watt and I are doing with the, you know, five tournaments, $70,000 mm. prizing. And it's just like it, like that, uh, that downturn, I guess just only leads, can only lead to something better, bigger yeah. and better. Yeah, I love that, and and I think um, to to build on that, I guess um, something that I have just personally dealing with the mm, difficulties or issues or woes of being a creator, you know, tying yourself to these numbers and allowing it to affect your mood and and how you feel about yourself and whatever else. Um, but you kind of talked about it how where. Things got bad. It was a bad situation, but you didn't let it bring you down. And I think that's something that's really important um, in both directions, actually. And I say that because I got on this crazy high where my stream was blowing up, TikTok blew up, it was free to play Rocket League, and everything was, you know, just exploding yep. to the moon, baby. And then it's not going to continue to do that. It can't forever. And so then this happened, and man, I was just struggling. And so I think just trying to stay like mellow and like in the middle, right? Like yep. don't get too high, don't get too low. Don't let anything like pull you to the extremes. You know, I'm not saying don't celebrate your wins and I'm not saying you can't be sad for the bad things, but you know, let them, let them, let them happen, feel those feelings and then try to get back to that, that healthy mid ground because you know, both of them can be, both of them can be toxic in, in different ways. So that's just kind of a, yeah. it's a, it's a lesson I learned and it, it was cool to see you, you know, describe a situation there that, it was the same thing so i think um 
I think free to play was a big learning lesson for a lot of creators because yeah. I had basically the yeah. same exact thing happen to me. Also, free to play was when I stepped down. I was like, right. oh, I'm making so much more money doing this. So, like, why am I going to keep playing pro? Oh, oh yeah. Which, to okay. be fair, it worked out. But, right. uh, like, I'm not like looking back, like, no, take me back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it worked out perfectly. But yeah, I was like, free to play. Like, this is going crazy. Rocket League's here. Just stay forever. I'm yeah. getting a million views of video. I never got yeah. them that amount but whatever um yeah i think i think that whole thing was a learning lesson and now if something similar like a roger five ends up happening i'm not gonna keep that same mentality yeah and i'm i mean i just learned like yep. i know i learned yep stay mellow stay in the middle but that's important yep. too though to be able to take those experiences and learn from them and and you know just be better prepared for similar situations in the future yeah so i know we talked about growing up playing some games uh, obviously you're still invested in the space now you got content creation do you have any other interests things that you like to uh consume whether it's music movies shows or maybe even create i know you talked about how you have done did some minecraft stuff in the past um what are some of the interests that you have outside of rocket league and content creation um i, I it's, do it's pretty all-consuming so i know yeah, it's yeah. i know it's tough I, I do have I do have one answer that I'll say like after this. I feel like I don't have like a yeah. big interest in much. Like I don't have like a hobby. Yeah. Um outside of it. I do really enjoy uh making content. Yeah. And so to me it like it's um yeah, the whole the whole the whole point of this is to not talk about like our career or content or whatever. But at the same time, I do see it as like a hobby. Like I enjoy yeah. it that much to where I'm I don't consider it like my career. I love the concept of like getting people together and making a video and like seeing it actually come together mm -hmm. uh with Arid, my editor like seeing seeing it be complete is so satisfying yeah. and then like even if a video does bad i'm not like oh man i'm not like down to the dumps i'm like man yeah. obviously obviously like it did bad but you know it's it's more so like a learning thing like what can i do better mm -hmm. uh what can we do better about this video and so like i do like to upload and then like stare at the number but you know i'm not <laughs> sitting there all day you know i check it yeah. and be like is this a one of ten nah okay well what can i do better um but yeah, there's that. And I think uh, if I were to say I did have any sort of hobby, which doesn't sound like a hobby at all, I'm actually super interested in like uh, investing, finance, yeah. real estate, like all that stuff. Like I have actually done so much like research over the years that I, I just I just like reading about it. Like it's yeah. something that just interests you. So you're more inclined to just actually look at it and read it. A lot of people find that stuff boring, but I find it super interesting. Yeah. Well, those are certainly, um, I'm trying to think of a word. I guess beneficial will work. Those are beneficial hobbies. You know, those are things that are going to have a positive impact on, on your livelihood. And, um, I think a lot of people, you know, they get, they get upset at gaming and they say it's a waste of time. Yeah. And I don't think it's a waste of time because the point of it is to have fun and unwind. Now, I think anybody can abuse anything, right? Like if right. you sit here for 15 hours a day and all you're doing is gaming and you never talk to anyone, you don't take care of your body, <laughs> you don't take care of your mental health. Yes, that is. I'm, I'm glad I said 14 hours a day before because 15 is <laughs> the deadline. <laughs> I, I, I think maybe subconsciously I went like above your limit. Like Rizzo, you're good, healthy at 14, but 15, yeah, too much. That's fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think hobbies don't have to be something that's productive. Right. It doesn't have to be some sort of yeah. self-improvement. It doesn't have to be something that is like producing value 
financially or, or productivity-wise or anything like that. It can just be chilling, doing whatever it is you like to do. But mm -hmm. those, uh, you know, those things that you like to do are obviously going to have some form of kickback um, in different ways. Uh, so that's, like I said, beneficial that you enjoy those things. Um, well, I'm, I'm very interested. What do you, how, how are you about music? I feel like this is something that sometimes people are very like apathetic about. And then sometimes people are very opinionated. So I'm uh -huh. curious, where, where do you, where do you land on the spectrum? Of, wait, of wait, okay, wait, what do you mean people are all about like certain genres and stuff? Certain like genres, certain artists. Okay. And, and like, so, like there are some things that I'm certain I could say to specific individuals that would immediately set them off and just get them heated. But it's a, it's okay. a real opinion that I have. Yeah, when you when you just say when you just say what do I think about music? There's two things I instantly think of. Yeah, I think Athena's music is incredible, yeah. and she needs to make more. Sorry, she might be in the other room, so I just have to be <laughs> okay. But she needs to make more because I think it's incredibly good, yeah. and um, she doesn't give herself enough credit. Yeah. Um, and then also the other thing is I don't actually really listen to music besides okay. when I'm on stream. I don't like. Like, I, I basically only listen, like, like I said, uh, when I'm on stream, that's when I listen to music for yeah. the most part. And the only reason I really started listening to music is was because I started streaming and I saw that a lot of people had music in the background. <laughs> I, like, my life would just be, like, dead silent if I if I never started streaming. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like, do background music or whatever. Like, I'm not listening okay. to music right now. It's just, it's purely for, like, um, usually when I'm streaming and maybe when I shower. <laughs> that's about okay. it. <laughs> Some shower, some shower tunes. Do you yeah. have any? I'm assuming not, since it's not very important to you. Do you have any preferences with music? I know for me, streaming background music, I can't have words in it. I'll get yeah. distracted. I want to start singing. Yeah, you're so a big lo-fi guy. I love lo-fi music. Do anything that's like gonna bring me down a little bit, just like chill, chill, mellow. That Ooh. is that is what I'm about. I like that. I like like classical music, piano, mm -hmm. um, any type of lo-fi. I love jazz music uh elevator music elevator music elevator music restaurant music that stuff that's just like it's just a little bit of tunes in the background uh -huh. i like um it's there's a there's a playlist i listen to in the morning i do meditation um and it's just called peaceful meditation and some of them are just like it's just like um like forest ambiance you know it's mm -hmm. not even a song it's just like wind blowing yeah. the trees and stuff i just <laughs> that type of stuff i love that so much it's just yeah. calming yeah, no, it is. Wait, so, okay, wait. So you said you had, a, like, an opinion that's going to offend people. So, like, oh. tell me, what is that? Oh. <laughs> give me a, give me your, nah, I wouldn't say no, give me No, this is worst. hot. This is hot. Okay, yeah, and, give me a hot take. This is hot, and people are not going to like it. Drake is not good. Okay. He is not a good artist. He is um, fantastic at creating radio bops. Bangers. But there is a very simple template formula to that and that's why there are a lot of people that are not super <clears throat> they're not super explorative or experimental with music and they don't put a lot of they do they put effort they work hard if they didn't work hard they wouldn't be able to do what they do but they don't put a lot of like soul into it you know there's not a lot a lot, a lot um like <clears throat> the creativity's gone the, the creativity's gone right they're just pumping out things that they know are going to cook them up money and yeah. he has perfected that, literally perfected. He, I mean, he knows how to cook up a banger, right? He knows how to have loads of people blasting his music in their car, and that is a skill, and he deserves to be praised for it. But for him to be put on the same 
level as someone like Kendrick Lamar is blasphemous. It is <laughs> absurd. <laughs> and anyone that thinks that they are even remotely similar in terms of skill, creativity, impact, is... I'm actually, I'm actually kind of with you once you threw in Kendrick Lamar. Like once you, once you threw Dude, in Kendrick, people, I was like... People say... Yeah, it, 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 the music is very different. And it's a, very lot of, different. a lot of Drake stuff is... <laughs> Similar to a lot of his other songs, it feels yes. like. It, it, Drake. Also, like, I, I, don't, I don't really like his new stuff. Sorry, I miss the old Drake. <laughs> I miss the old. I, I do like older Drake, but like older. Um, I think the album was Nothing Was the Same. I think it was. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. But some of his older stuff I like more than I do now. But I, the thing is, I kind of get it because he's conquered it all, right? Like there may not be a whole lot to like reach after, or, or it may be tough to find inspiration. Um, at the point that he's at. And, and I'm not trying to be a hater or anything, but it's one of those things where like the fans ruin the, the, the person or the content, right? Like a lot of people hate on like Rick and Morty fans or something yeah. along those lines, right? They're just like insufferable. It's the <laughs> yeah. same. It's the same thing there. where like, he, recognize his greatness, but for what it is, don't extend it to something else. Cause he, he is not experimenting. He is not pushing the boundaries and he is certainly not, um, being vulnerable in the way that, that some of these other artists are. Um, so anyways, yeah, I, I know there are a lot of Drake fans and there's obviously nothing wrong with being a Drake fan, but I am not a fan. Uh, I think he, he, again, phenomenal radio bops, but um, I think that's about where I would draw the line. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big hip hop fan. I love that music. I think it, to be honest with you, I, I, I used to love it on a more shallow surface level. Like, I loved it for party music. I loved Lil Wayne. I went through this phase. Oh, yeah. So I was in a fraternity in college, and we had all kinds, all kinds of social events. And I had this thing where I had a Lil Wayne wig. So it was like a, a red hat that had, like, dreads tied into the hat. And yeah. uh, I was just Lil Wayne for, like, whatever social event it was. So if it was, like, a jungle-themed, I would just be Lil Wayne, but, like, make myself, like, wear jungle attire or something. So, um, <laughs> it was so stupid, dude. It was so goofy. I would, I would do like, um, I would get like every, event. every single one. I'm not kidding. We'd do like a, like throwback or like a hoedown or something. And I would have a little Wayne wig on and like jorts or something, you know, it's just ridiculous. But, um, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. I really enjoyed it. That does seem pretty funny. I would but, laugh at that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I liked it on a more surface level. Like I didn't really, th I was the person that would have been banging the radio bops, right? And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But as I dove more into the music, a lot of these artists are, you know, pouring out very important things to them. And they're saying things that are, you know, real experiences for them. And I think as someone that is ignorant to a lot of that stuff, I, I've even learned a lot. And I think it, it's like helped me grow my perspective towards um, others and their experiences. And, and I think that is super important. Uh, to just learn from others and be open to ideas and experiences and uh, feedback even from others. And, uh, you know, I, I can just say as someone that is relatively uncultured in the sense that, like, I grew up in Arkansas. I didn't do a ton of traveling. You know, I've not really been to any other countries. I haven't even really seen, like, when we, I went to Newark in season seven, right? And before, yeah. before the two days before that, I went up to New York to visit a friend and I was, dude, I was it's like this crazy culture shock. Like I had never seen or ridden public transportation. I had never seen that many people walking on a block. I didn't, I, I didn't realize that there were people 
that lived in buildings that were 10 stories tall, right? Like I did, I, that stuff was just so, I, did, I didn't know that yeah. that happened. That's what, it's one of those things where like, you know, it exists, right? There's like, cause there's no way you didn't know New York was a thing, but at the same right. time, it's like, <laughs> at the same time, it's like, until you see it, yeah, yeah. uh, it's, you just kind of don't believe it. Right. Yeah. It's just well, one of those even, things. I, obviously I knew the place existed, but like even the, um, like yeah. the lifestyle that has lived there, you know, pe like the fact that people didn't have cars, like my, I, I just, because I hadn't, yeah. I, because I hadn't experienced anything other than having a car and driving to the grocery store. I wouldn't have thought about that. Um, but yeah, hey, those... you're, mind, you're mind blown that somebody just goes down like 15 yes. elevator floors and yes. goes to the bodega, yep. you know, a block away. And then exactly. And then, and they buy their food for the evening, cook it up. I, I just find it. So it's, it feels, it feels healthy. It feels like progress. Even if I'm not doing anything, I feel like I'm learning, uh, through like absorbing or experiencing, even, even just seeing, uh, different types of life or experiences or cultures or whatever so um yeah i think that is a big part of why i like that kind of music um and i i do i'm the opposite of you i love music i have it on all the time mm -hmm. um literally do all you the time. do you sleep to music i, I actually don't uh, sleep dude i am so blessed i'm like hit the pillow zonked like immediately oh, you're out. so lucky yeah i'm super lucky honestly I that might be a thing because you also wake up at like yeah. 7 a.m., don't you? Yep. Six, yeah, so I mean, actually. also, ever, ever since we uh, we got our puppy, I kind of just hit the pillow and I'm just... <laughs> you tired, bro. Takes, it, okay, to be, I, I'm going to say this, you're going to be like, what? It takes me like 15 or 20 minutes, which is not hitting the pillow and going to sleep. But by comparison, I used to stay up for hours just yeah. laying in bed. Yeah. And so Dude, it, it's, it's a much bigger change. I feel... I feel and I know everybody's different, but I feel really bad because I am such a worthless individual if I don't get enough sleep. Like, if yep. I have less than seven hours, I'm going to be awful. I'll be cranky. I'll be, <laughs> you know, I, I won't want to do anything. I'll just be in a sour mood all day. I won't be very kind. Um, and so, like, I, I definitely feel for the folks that, um, you know, they end up struggling to fall asleep or, or stay asleep. I know some people end up waking up a lot throughout the night. That would be so tough for me. Yeah, I used to um I used to be the same way with like not sleeping. I think if yeah. I'm like under 6, it's it's still pretty bad. I think I had I had a a day like 2 3 days ago or something where yeah. I slept for like 5 6 hours and I was I took a nap. I took a nap oh, cuz yeah. I, I was not feeling it. But like I actually used to not be able to like function with like 7 hours of sleep. Like I would just not even be human. Um and I would it was actually like partly due to like uh I had like anxiety, like fairly bad anxiety um and like if i didn't sleep it would just be much worse it right. would just be so much worse and so like my day was just absolutely ruined if i didn't sleep and then i have to deal with that basically for like the whole day <laughs> until until i actually got some proper sleep but now um it's gotten so much better to where like i can actually just sleep for seven hours and be like oh okay you know my my day is not um <laughs> not chalked <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it, it, um it's funny though because you say the dog but it definitely is just finding something that can get you moving a little bit or mm -hmm. even just get you give yourself here. a reason yeah yeah give that's right give you something that um you know will, will activate your brain activate your body something to get your body feeling tired at the end of the day um which i will tell you as you age it becomes easier to make yourself tired 
because you don't have just endless. When I was a kid, dude, I was bouncing off the walls all the time. Like I was, I was thinking about this the other day because I saw some kids playing and they were just like crawling on like a restaurant floor or something, and they were just like running around and stuff. And I'm just like, man, like I was just thinking about like myself, like would I ever crawl on a restaurant floor? No, that shit would hurt my knees. Like no, I would never do yeah. that. Like that's all I'm thinking about is like that kid's knees hurt. Like no. why is he doing that? They don't, they don't care either. They're just they don't feel just pain. freaking zooming, dude. They're just yeah. they're just living life. Kids are just pure. That was one of my favorite things. Before I started doing this, I worked in elementary school for three years, um, first through sixth grade. And, bro, they are just – it's crazy because I'm learning lessons from them. So we're out on the playground. Uh, Christopher and RJ, they get into a fight. And by the time that I walk them to the office, like we're halfway there and they're already homies again. Like they've already forgiven each other. I'm just like, dude. What? <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful. If I'm so angry that I'm fighting someone, I'm never their friend again. Like we're not, we're not cool ever again. But they're just, all right, whatever. We're over it. Uh, yeah, I'm done. But yeah, they're they're just uh, the kid. Kids are. I find I find it inspiring. I think they're they they do a lot of things. Obviously, they do some silly stuff. They don't they don't have life experience yet. But they they are they're awesome. They they find wonder in the simplest, easiest things. Um, but yeah, kids were awesome. I enjoyed that. Well, I don't want to keep you too long. I know we've been here for a little bit. Um, is there any anything? I'll ask this question. Is there anything that's been on your mind? Anything that maybe. You just want to get off your chest. It doesn't have to be about anything in specific. It can be anything at all. Um, and if not, that is totally fine as well. Um, I have been thinking about yours. Yeah, go ahead. Would you ever make food content? Dude. So <laughs> the thing is, um, cooking and stuff like that, no. because Actually, maybe yes, because it would be funny. Um, I call myself a microwave main. Oh, I, no way. I do not... I have no experience cooking. I have no idea what to do. I have recently just gotten into taking better care of my health and diet. Um, 30 hit, and it was just like this mental punch where like everything shifted. All these things that I used to think are stupid and I don't need to worry about it or I would ridicule it or whatever, for some reason became important to me just yeah. like overnight. Um, and, and health and, and all that is one of them. And so I've been doing a little... And when I say a little, I mean like eggs and sausage in the morning, which is like just pour it in the freaking pan and let it heat, right? Like it's not even yeah. cooking. And then chicken, I'll, I'll make like six chicken, uh, chicken patties or chicken breasts for the week. So that's my extent of cooking. So cooking stuff, like maybe for the memes, but if you had asked me this a week ago, I would be like, I would laugh at it and say no. But after that sandwich, dude, <laughs> after that sandwich... I think it would be incredible. Food crit uh, critic would be, I, I think it'd be life-changing. I think you would go through experiences, uh, you know, on a regular basis of food that just, do you know that, Um, I don't even, I can't tell you what episode this is, but that SpongeBob thing where he's in the kitchen and his body floats out of, you know, like his, like that green soul floats out of his body. You see, you see the memes, um, the yes. picture of the memes. So that is how I felt Dude. after after eating that sandwich. Like my like I just I was levitating. Like I had I had gone to a higher plane. You had an, you had an out of body experience <laughs> from a sandwich. <laughs> yes, I did. Was it actually this good? It was so good. It was just. I don't. I don't I, I'm actually the, okay. Look now, look. I don't have friends. the vocabulary for it. I don't know how to we're, describe we're, it. We're friends, right? Yes. I mean, you, you yes. consider us boys, right? 
So the fact that you didn't tell me after you ate the sandwich where I could find a sandwich like this myself just kind of hurts. I know. I I should have been more vocal about it. It was a big deal, but I'm going to I'm going to be vulnerable for a minute and I'm going to expose myself. I kind of wanted to gatekeep it. Me and Seabell no. talked about it and we 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 were kind of like, "Man, that was really special and like I don't really know that I want to share that." Are you serious? Yeah. I, I feel I feel some shame now that I'm saying it, but I I feel betrayed. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I think that's fair. I mean, when I say it, I feel like that was not a good thing to do. You know, I feel sad. But so now let me let me turn the tides here on okay. you. Yeah. Can we can we expect to see a Seabell and Hootie food review channel <laughs> in the future? <laughs> uh, let me talk to him about that, and we'll see what we can do. I, what I can say is this. It's definitely something that would be difficult where I am because I don't have just a ton of, like, options. Right. And I think I think that, I mean, that's obviously a big part of it. Um, you know, I've, I've eaten at plenty of restaurants, and I've done a little bit of traveling, like, in this little southern area around Arkansas. Um, but, dude, I'm not, I am not, I'm not even a little bit exaggerating or trying to be funny or, like, hamming this up at all. I'm so serious. I've never had food that made me, like, feel those feelings that was crazy and was it just the sandwich or was it like the rest of the places you went in san diego um no it's just that it sandwich and and more oh, specifically okay. it was the freaking it was the sauce it was the dijon mustard like the sandwich was Dude. good don't get me wrong but that 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 mustard was just like a, a sauce a sauce can absolutely carry i would say any dish but yeah. definitely a sandwich it was or a burger yeah it was magical so good i i do i i will i want to apologize for uh for not sharing. I, I do feel bad about that. I'll think about forgiving you. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back to San Diego, though, go to the field. Uh, it's an Irish pub right there uh, in on, on the gas lamp on that street. I'm going to look for it, actually. You should. Ask Siz about it. He may know about it. I The funny the thing field. is, I saw uh, a tweet from Trihouse a couple of days later, and I think that he maybe, like, streams... Every time he goes to San Diego from within that restaurant, I don't, I don't really know if I'm missing some context there or something. But wait, like, Trihouse does? Yeah, yeah. He he tweeted from. I don't know. It. I, I don't know. I, I'm like I said. I'm probably missing some pieces of the puzzle there, but I did think it was funny. But yeah, sandwich I, fire. I I found it. <laughs> the field, bro. I'm telling you, delicious. Yep. It was like a little bit of like. It was like a little. There was a little bit of a very slight amount of bitterness. Oh, that's good. You don't don't dude, want, you don't want to overdo we, that. We were, we were talking we were talking about kids earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how kids hate the best flavors in life. I was the dude. Like, I was that kid though. I was like, so weird. Acid, like acidity, like pickles, yeah, yeah. And, lemons, and like or like pickled onions and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Give me some. Give me some of that. I just like. Yeah. I would just like eat a taco, and if it's sour, I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? You know, just give me something different. <laughs> something different. Yeah, I think that's part of probably what it was too. Is like that was such a unique flavor. Yeah, I can't do flavor is not proper. That's flavor makes me think of like one taste, and that was not what happened. Like the texture of it was special. It seems like there a was delicacy. Honestly, delicacy. To you. I want to call it an experience. Yeah, it was. It was. It was something. I mean, you bite into it, and it was just. Like I said, slight amount of bitterness. There was some sweetness as well. There was this after. Uh, it's not a taste after feel. Like you could just like if you took too In deep of a breath or something. Yeah, it's like it's like you could. 
I don't know, man. It was crazy. It was delicious. It was amazing. <laughs> if you're, if anybody watching goes to San Diego, go to the field in the Gaslamp District because that corned beef sandwich is rocking. <laughs> oh my god, man! All right. Well, hey, if you're set, I'm set. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. Like I said, this first episode of Outside the Grind. Um, we'll be doing this some more with some different folks around the scene and uh, just get a little look into that person's, uh, I don't know, background. I don't know what to call it. Just chat with them a little bit and we'll see how it goes. But Rizzo, thank you again, man. I appreciate you taking some time to uh, chat with me. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll catch you all next time.